rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, all right, how's it going? Surprise, it's Friday. I never do a show on Friday. And I thought I would do one for shits and giggles. And also, because I wasn't able to do one yesterday, I um, have been trying to do more week weeknight shows also to get more viewers to introduce the show to people who may not necessarily run into each other on uh, our regular days we usually meet on saturday evenings from 6 to 8 p.m eastern at the rdt daily facebook and youtube channels and we are rebroadcast starting sunday at 6 p.m eastern on progressive voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, you know the drill. Give the show a good review on iTunes. And yeah, if you are an unapologetically liberal, uh, uh, normal person, then please keep coming back. It works if you work it. You work, you're, work it because you're worth it. And yeah, all right. So many things going on. Um, the show had a lot of technical problems. You guys who watch the show regularly understand this. Um, it's, it was the Ecamm, the goddamn Ecamm. I use a program called the Ecamm to do the show. Um, yesterday I wasn't able to do the show because these problems persisted, meaning every time I went to play a video, everything froze up. So it was annoying. And then... I actually had a screen share with the guy, one of the people, I guess, who works at Ecamm, who tried to figure out what's wrong. He doesn't know what's wrong with, you know, it's not us. Something's wrong with the program. But he gave me a workaround how to play the videos. Yesterday, I tried to learn another program. And thinking, hey, we're going to need a backup. But I... the fact is, I'm just not up to speed with that program. There's so much to learn, and you know what I mean. This program, I'm used to it. So, yeah, all right. Uh, let's hope uh, nothing breaks down. Uh, it's not. There's nothing more annoying to you and to me to all of a sudden the show freezes up in the middle or I try to play a video and there's a the damn camera freezes with my face twisted in some not too flattering contortion. I have enough body dysmorphic disorder. I don't need this shit today. So let's hope it it works. And I also wanted to get together. It's Friday. I'm not, I'm not sure how long the show's going to be. Maybe, I don't know. I've, I always say that, and then I end up doing a four-hour show, but I doubt it tonight. I'm Usually Fridays, I want to... I want to chill out. That's why they dump all, usually they dump bad news on a Friday night. But we finally got some good news today. If you're a normal person, you might, you might appreciate it. Uh, yeah, coronavirus is in the White House. Uh, I, I, somebody had written, they wrote me, um, and they asked me to please, in between all of the bad news, do some good news once in a while. Okay, I tried. I tried to look for some good news. Well, here's 
you got some good news tonight. They got coronavirus in the White House. Good. Good for them. And let's hope that the coronavirus is a patriotic virus and does for us. Uh, I'm not saying they have to drop dead or anything. But, you know, maybe they need a little taste of their own goddamn medicine. Which is... You know what it is with the Republicans. They don't see the light, ever. They never seem to give a shit about anything unless something affects them directly, or so they think. They're like babies. They don't understand. They haven't matured out of the baby stage where babies grow up. And you usually reach the stage around, I don't know, six months of age where you stop realizing, well, you you suddenly realize you're not the center of the universe. Most functional adults, emotionally stable functional adults, uh, they have come to grips with that many, many years ago. They uh, they, they didn't have to, it didn't follow them out of the crib. Let's put it that way. So, unfortunately with Republicans, they don't seem to get it that they're not the centers of the universe. So they don't, they're not able to relate to anything unless it affects them directly. That's why it really gets on my nerves. The whole thing, the whole notion of America, this whole America thing that we're doing is way over their heads. They're incapable of functioning in the type of free democratic society they can they they can only pretend to love. So that's why they rail and go nuts and can't deal with it and talk about second amendment remedies and poop their diapers and scream and and act like assholes when they don't get their way or when they perceive that they're not getting their way. I don't know what that way is. They want it all. They want all the benefits of society, but none of the responsibilities. That's the other thing. So, good, good, good going coronavirus because there were, the coronavirus has killed um, over, now, I'll say 70,000 Americans. It's going to be more by tomorrow. That number increases by at least 3,000 every day. By the time we're out of the summer, we, we will by far, we already have the most coronavirus death. We don't have, um, and the most coronavirus cases. That's a choice we made. It was a choice that was made by, the, by many moons ago when we decided, I suppose, as a citizenry, that we really don't want to be a functioning democracy anymore. When Bush v. Gore, when the Supreme Court installed a president, when they said stop counting the votes in Florida because it might cause irreparable damage to George W. Bush, it was then that we decided that we were going to have over 70,000 Americans needlessly die. Needlessly, yes. If we had a functioning government, we wouldn't be in this boat, that's for sure. And also, uh, the depression that we're on the brink of, that's a choice as well. 
Notice no other country on earth are their food lines for miles and miles and miles. No other country, none of our allies are having liberate whatever, liberate London rallies and screaming at people to let them get back to work because they can't keep a roof over their heads? No, because they're being paid to stay home. Like every other citizen in all the other functioning democracies. This is not a functioning democracy. I hope you understand it. And right now, the, the goddamn plutocrats are doing it to us again. They're poised... Notice how they're running away with the bank. This doesn't matter what happens. Wall Street and Main Street rise and fall together. We could all be corpses and they'd be partying like it's 1999 out, out there. It does not matter. Main Street, we're on our own over here and we do not matter at all. They, it, it's their world. You understand? I really hope you, everybody gets it. That the... We're not a functioning democracy anymore. The day that we allowed the Supreme Court to, ins to install George W. Bush in the White House despite receiving fewer votes when they stopped the vote count in Florida, which was later counted. They, the New York Times later counted the votes. And in the article that was buried on page 13 the day after 9-11. Somewhere in that article, it said, it wasn't even the headline, it said that by any measure counted, whether you, whether you counted hanging chads, dimpled chads, pregnant chads, Al Gore won the presidency. But, you know, we needed to unify around... A, a less vote getting so-called president who then proceeded to use that attack that they allowed ha to happen, whether it be by their incompetence or their, their, their complete sociopathy to get their unifying Pearl Harbor event that the Project for a New American Century had been writing about as a justification to go into the Middle East and regime change in Iraq, they, uh, yeah, uh, the New York Times, you know, none of the corporate media, it wasn't, it wasn't good. According to the corporate media, it, we are, because we are infants, the people are considered like infants, and I guess in a lot of ways we act like it, that we couldn't ha we needed a a a rallying person we need somebody to rally around instead of the legitimate president let's all effing pretend then that george w bush deserves the presidency honestly when you, if you think about it if we were a functioning democracy what would have happened if we were a mature and functioning democracy filled with mature people it would have been, I'm sorry, Mr. Bush, you didn't win the effing election. Have a nice goddamn day. See ya. Regardless of whether it was 9-12-2001 or not. 
we would have said, bye-bye, the people voted for Al goddamn Gore. But here we are. We are uh, The way that this government has been allowed, little by little, to be whittled away into into a it's an it's not an as it's not even aspirational it's the illusion of a representative democracy the the illusion of the grand experiment is not really functioning at all that all of that brings us things us things us things oh jesus h christ on a bike i don't know why does that do that? What is happening with my life? At least everything just didn't go away completely. Why? Why? Why, Lord? Why? Is it... Is it Republicans? Do I have a Republican gremlin in my machine? What the hell? But anyway, yes. Um... As I was saying, it's very distracting when all of a sudden the screen goes black. But, yeah. Well, that's it. If we had a functioning democracy, and we were adults, mature adults committed to democracy, committed to the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us and that so many people fought, bled, and died to create and to entrust to us over the generations... If we had, if we were so, um, what is, what's the word? If we even respected democracy itself, if we respected the sacrifice of those who died to create this thing and to entrust it to us, we would have said, I'm sorry, George Bush. Look at what, look at what happened. We finally did get a chance to count the votes. And then you, you effing lost. And why? When the Supreme Court... Stop the vote count that every single American didn't say, fuck this. Whether they were Democratic or Republican, whatever, they, if they had an I after their name for independent. What does it matter? This is what used to drive me insane when, during that time. I remember that time. And I remember arguing with people who were fucking Republican. And I said, you should be just as appalled. You what? You just want power? It doesn't matter how you get it. It doesn't matter if you cheat, if you receive fewer votes. As long as you have your guy in the White House, that's the difference, I guess, between Republicans and normal, patriotic Americans, normal people who are capable of functioning in a free democracy. I don't want to win by cheating, but they just want to win. The Republican Party, the whole thing is a cheat. The whole thing is a ruse. Because they don't like democracy. I've been saying it forever. It's the truth. The ultimate goal of the Republican Party is to dismantle the grand experiment. As you see what's going on. What is Mitch McConnell doing? Is he making it so Americans don't have to go on food lines? Is he paying the American people to stay home like they are in every other country? No. He's called back the Senate so they can ram through more unqualified fascist judges. In the grand tradition 
of every fascist autocrat that's ever seized power all o- from time immemorial. This is what they do. They corrupt the courts. So Mitch McConnell, when it gets to, so when the people get too uppity and they say, oh, hell no, we want our democracy back, and they vote, what happens? It gets, this, they, go, they go to court. They start suing. You have these fascist fuckers suing, and it gets to, in front, it gets in front of the, one of these fascist, illegitimate judges that's there to dismantle democracy. And it's null and void. Everything you do is null and void. Like when, oh, throughout history, throughout our history, when you, you know what's right, when African Americans sued for their right to be free, you had the racist ass judges saying, uh-uh, sorry, Bubby, you're not a full and complete human being, so you can't sue. And then we stay dragged into the dung heap of conservatism for how many generations, how many more people have to live under the thumb of their kiss-up, kick-down, fascist, their disgraceful agenda, which is, their agenda is simple. It's make the rich richer and disempower anybody who gets in the way. Anybody that has anything to say about it. That's why they hate democracy. It's, it interferes with their power because they know how, they ultimately they know how inadequate they are. You know what I mean? That's really what it's about. They understand that, what's they, what they, that's why they need to rig the game. They can't meet people squarely on the field of ideas and build coalitions and convince voters to um, cast their vote for them. Legitimately, they can't. They know they will lose because they don't have the best interests of the people at heart. That's why they tickle racist funny bones instead of challenging their their dumb dumb followers to look at themselves and stop being effing racists look at them you know to evolve if they really cared for this country and they really loved this country and wanted democracy democracy to survive they would cultivate unity they would encourage their republican constituents to stop being a bunch of racist Trump anzies. They certainly wouldn't in, uh, incite these motherfuckers to attack the press, to attack the pillars of democracy. And when you're living in a diverse country that is a nation of immigrants, where there are, you know, in, in a few short years, we will be a quote-unquote, majority-minority nation, and it can't happen fucking quick enough for me. Because I'm sick of these white devils, frankly. Look what they've done. So, they, if they really wanted to 
have a functioning society, they really cared about their people, they wouldn't. They, they would not spend their limited lifespans inciting division, discord, hatred, suspicion, tickling the weak-minded into all these twisted-ass conspiracies about their government. In the, even now, in the middle of a pandemic, these fuckers have turned the pandemic into um, yeah, another culture war. Wearing a mask, um, social distancing. There are people in this country who think that the pandemic itself is a, it's a lie. It's a hoax, another hoax. If I hear that fucking word hoax again in my lifetime, it'll be too soon, frankly. That's how much they hate this country, you see? They hate it so much. They know there's a real pandemic going on. They know it. But they w- won't tell they won't let they won't clue their fucking morons in on that. They'll unleash their morons like the stochastic sto- well, let me say this word. Stochastic terrorists that they are. They tickle their, these, these racist funny bones. That, that's the other thing. Speaking, I was thinking of, uh, you know, the coronavirus, partly because it's uh, attacking and it is fe- being felt more, um, it, not even, it's being felt on every community, but more African-Americans are dying of the coronavirus. It's... It's uh, all over um, African-American communities because of, you know, the income disparity. You don't have to, you don't need a study. You know, Trump says the study is coming in two weeks, like everything is, like everything comes in two weeks with him. Unfortunately, I'm sure Melania wish something would come in two weeks. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm sure it's a lot quicker than two weeks when it comes down to that. But um, not that Melania Fuck Melania. She's she's a fucking nude model trophy wife of a con man. Sick of her too. I'm sick of them all. They're a bunch of grifters. They have corrupted this government. And yeah, they hate this country. Ultimately, yeah, that's it. Everybody. They all hate it. From Michael Flynn. Are you serious? Here's a guy that pled guilty in court. To being a goddamn traitor, the 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 judge asked something, asked him something about being a traitor. That he, well, oh, that's what happened. The judge in Flynn's case pointed out that he betrayed his country. This is what Michael Flynn is. He's a disgusting, self-dealing, um, you know agent of oligarchy, agent of fascism, agent of authoritarianism. It doesn't matter. They, he sold him, himself, himself out to whatever autocrat would pay his bills. They don't give a shit about this country. If he was born in fascist Germany, he'd be wearing, he'd be in the SS. There's no doubt. He's, they hate this country. They use this country like a whore. 
to abuse and exploit. Say, get out on that whole stroll. Bring me back some money, bitch. That's how they use America the Beautiful. They abuse her. Like, they're, they're the fucking pimp and she's the hoe. And that's it. F- fucking Flynn, he was going to, what was he? He was going to kidnap somebody? Yeah, he, I mean, these, these are the most disgusting, vile human beings on the planet. Flynn investigated over a plot to kidnap Turkish, um, Turkish dis- dissident. Donald Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, the fucking traitor. This was an article, this is from The Guardian in, well, it's two years old, so. Flynn is under investigation for involvement in an alleged plot to kidnap a Turkish dissident cleric living in the U.S. and to fly him to an island prison in Turkey in return for $15 million. This is an extrajudicial kidnapping of, uh, of a resident that was being protected in the United States under asylum rules. So this fucking traitorous piece of shit this anti-American, uh, this American hate, American people hating, and America hating ghoul, Michael Flynn, the dog. You know, Trump likes dog or hates dogs. I want, well, what am I calling him a dog? Dogs are loyal. He's not even loyal. He, this is a, this is vermin. This is a maggot. That uh, that has no care for this country. Who the fuck is this Michael Flynn? The, that a Turkish autocrat says says I want you to kidnap someone who's living here on, in asylum from my autocratic fucking rule, and I want you to drag his ass back here in an uh, 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 in the dark of night, so I can murder, torture, and murder him. That's who these fucking people are. And any average American who votes for them, you're, the, you're just as culpable. You're in with it. Shame on you. I don't care if it's your grandmommy, my sister, my cousin. I don't care. Fucking shame on you. Disgusting, gross-ass, motherfucking, American-hating monsters, all of you. And your good German, uh, you know, so to speak, complicity. Disgraces this country. Flynn. They're all gross. I want to say, all right, now I'm looking at the chat. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Onsent. On- on- I wish I knew how to spell or pronounce your name correctly uh, without sounding like an idiot. So thank you. I'm sorry for sounding like an idiot or butchering your name. Thank you so much for your very generous super chat. And I'm really happy you're here. I see you coming back. I think 
that's good. Keep on coming. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. I appreciate it. Other than that, I mean, we need more patrons. So keep on uh, spreading the word. That's all you can say. I had to put the air conditioning on just now. Because I get hot. I get fucking worked up. Like, I, I really feel a, a literal knot in my stomach. I know that maybe, I don't know, one of these days when I die, they open me up, they're going to see, they're going to see a fucking ball in my stomach. Knotted up. But it comes from being an American, being born in this country. I wonder what 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 worlds. Maybe I would have been a happy person. I always say this. Been having a lot of cr conversations with my grandmother, who is you know she passed away years ago. But I wonder. She came here from Ireland. I I've been talking to her, saying why, why. What the hell? At that time, I guess they didn't get it. You know, they lived in. FDR's America, not this shithole. But as you see, this is how quickly, how easily a republic dies. Right before our very eyes. Everybody said, oh, it couldn't happen here. Well, it's happening. It is happening. It's not even... It's not even something that we can say it's down the road happening. Oh, we better watch out. It might happen. No, it's happening. That's why Mitch McConnell is shoving these judges, these unqualified judges on the bench as fast as he fucking can. As fast as that ugly face of his and his disgusting grasping fingers can sign the goddamn documents. Could you imagine being Mitch McConnell? He knows what he's doing. How do these people sleep at night, I wonder? I really do. That's because I'm a human being. I have feelings. I care about this country. I actually do. I put my ass on the line. Not these fuckers. They always ask what the country can do for them. You see? Like, remember F, um, JFK? Ask not what your country can do for you. No, no. Those days are over. Ask what you can do for your country. These fuckers don't do a goddamn thing about for their country. It is what the country can do for them. And they know no countries. This is the other thing. That's how they play. They play with the dupes. They pretend. They have to get them to rally on, around the flag and to pretend that they're, they're patriotic. That's why they wear all those fashion abortions made out of flags in spite of violating flag code the regulations which you shouldn't do of course that's what they do because they they don't know what it means to be a patriot being a patriot is very confusing to these people they are the antithesis of being a patriot they are uh, that's why they have to wear those fucking ugly shirts and made in china american flag lapel pins because that it's a substitute for being a patriot because they have no clue what it means. Being a patriot means you don't leave people behind. 
you don't leave millions without health care, without education, in poverty. You don't, uh, in a nation of immigrants, you don't act like a racist motherfucking monster. I was going to say moron and monster. Oh, wow. Hi, Poppy. Poppy Champlin, everyone. The amazing, famous comedian Poppy Champlin in the chat room. Who has famous comedians in the chat room but Tara Buster? All right. Poppy Champlin with the super chat, too. Holy shit. Poppy has to get on the show. Maybe tomorrow. You want to you wanna come on the show tomorrow, Poppy? I'll set up the phones. You can call him. What do you think of that? Maybe we need Poppy because I'm too angry. Poppy is nice and I'm... I, this is why we need each other. All right. Poppy's going to be on the show tomorrow. We've just confirmed. Because I need help. All right. I'm I'm angry. Someone in uh, Greg, our friend who joins us, one of the patrons who's in the Discord chat or in the Discord community. If you're in between shows, you can join us on Discord, post your articles and things like that and you know, keep in touch between shows. Anyway, he made a comment that he never saw me so angry the other day. Yeah. I mean, I guess well, I'm a, I'm an angry person, but that people used to ask me, "Why are you so angry?" And I would say, "Why are you not?" I don't know, because I have eyes. Because I have fucking ears and a brain. I don't know. I don't I I feel like what? Birds got a fish. That's like asking I mean, if birds got a fish. Well, I guess they fish too, but that's like asking a bird, why do you fly? Or a fish, why do you swim? Why is Tara so angry? I don't know. Is it maybe because uh, I'm living in the fucking goddamn United States of serfs and lords? And we have a fascist orange con man squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes? I don't know. Who's got a Nazi Jew writing immigration policy for him in the nation of immigrants? Who wants to block immigration in a nation of immigrants? They don't seem to get it. That's what's so fucked up about Republicans, that they're, they're so stupid. They don't understand that immigration is a country's wealth. People who immigrate, they are the go-getters in society. And, you know, even if you're an asylum seeker, if somebody's seeking asylum, what a different kind of country you would have uh, and citizen you would create if you said, welcome home, you made it, you're safe. That's a person that will love this country. But, you know, that's way over their heads. These, I, I would take a whole caravan of asylum seekers before I would take one Trump anzi 
50 caravans is worth more than one chimpanzee. What do these chimpanzees bring to the table? Nothing. They bring hate, division, discord, ignorance. That's worst of all. Okay, let's... There's many things I was talking about. So one of the things I wanted to say, it's good news. All right? Let's... Happy news. The, um... Stephen Miller's wife has coronavirus. <laughs> yes. Where's my sound effect? Why is the camera so blurry? Yes. So, but that's good. Because maybe she'll see the light. I don't know. And you know that these dumb fucking goddamn... Um, assholes in the White House, they're not social distancing, they're not taking precautions, they're not washing their hands and not touching their faces. You know that it's all over that bitch. So the other day, Trump's valet, think about that. That's what. That's another reason why I have a, a knot in my stomach. An orange, not that it doesn't matter if he's orange, it really doesn't, it's just that he's gross. Um, a tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam who received fewer votes, is a serial bankrupt, and is made his fortune siphoning money from his daddy's trust fund tax-free through fake inflated invoices that he then used to justify raising rent on low-income tenants... That fucking guy has a valet. Okay? Then you know, this world is this world is is fucked up. There's no justice. So but sometimes there's there is justice. And thank you coronavirus. We've prayed here before. Maybe praying works. I have prayed on the show. Please. I say Namyahorengeko. May they get coronavirus or Jesus or, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to turn to Satan with my request. I don't know who to talk to. But somebody get the coronavirus on the line and ask that thing if it can get its ass into the White House. The thing about the coronavirus is that it is highly contagious, so you know, even when you're trying not to get it, you get it. They're saying that people are getting the coronavirus. Some people who are showing up at the hospital now, 60% of those, where is it? 60% coronavirus were those who were sheltering at home. But that doesn't matter. If you're, you're taking in visitors, you're going out to get um, supplies, you're going out, uh, you're getting your mail, you're doing that. I mean, you're still in contact with other people. You still have to take those precautions. It doesn't mean even if you're at home, that's what, it, that's what it's the whole thing's about. You have to be very careful. So, yeah, it's out there. And, and that's why um, it's highly contagious, and that's why... You know, there's the restrictions. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. When I, I don't know. I hope I don't get it. But 
I go out to the supermarket. I basically stay home for the most part. I go outside if I have to throw the garbage down the garbage chute. I come in, I wash my hands. You know, you try, you do the best you can. But you never know. This thing is microscopic. You can't even see it on a microscope. That's the whole thing. That's why it's so hard to detect. You need a special microscope. It's very, it's smaller than uh, a bacteria. It is, um, and it's a persistent motherfucker. That's why it started with one human being, and now it's all over the goddamn world. And if that doesn't show you how (laughs) we are all connected, I don't know what will, but this is what I'm afraid of with this coronavirus. You see what happened, well, everybody is um, applauding Cuomo, because he's able to put a sentence together. He seems somewhat uh, authoritative, right? But he's another, he's a Republican. He has always been a Republican. He's never been a progressive. That's why him and de Blasio don't get along, because de Blasio actually is a progressive. And Cuomo is just a politician. He's a Democrat here in, the, in New York, because New York is a Democratic town. He's like Bloomberg. And his father was a Democrat, so I guess he figures, all right, I'll be a Democrat. But he doesn't care. He has been a- against the real Democrats in the New York Senate and the local, uh, um, what do you call it? local government for years. He's been one of these kiss up kick down good old boys back slapping glad handing um you know agents of the plutocracy and nothing speaks more to this than cuomo is now enlisting billionaires to come up with a, a uh, new ways he's he's calling it to reimagine quote unquote New York, reimagine, fuck you. I know what they're going to do. It's not a reimagining. This is what's so concerning. They're not reimagining a goddamn thing. We've seen this movie before. It's make the rich richer. What's so goddamn innovative about that? It's less regulation, meaning they can get away with everything that they can goddamn smash and grab and carry while the people have to ride their asses to the bank. We get nothing. We get the scraps and we get to fight over them. That's why they tickle racist funny bones. They want you fighting amongst each other, pretending that we don't have more in common with each other, whether we be black or white or Asian or whatever, than we have with the elites. And the working class better wake the F up because this is happening now. According to Forbes, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has enlisted former CEO Eric, former Google CEO Eric Schmidt and former Microsoft CEO Bill, Bill Gates to reimagine how the state's approach to education and technology might change during and after the pandemic. 
But the move has drawn backlash from some local officials and education advocates who say that the state shouldn't be depending on wealthy, unelected officials. You think? Fuck these fucking billionaires. I've had enough of them. They need to shut the fuck up. Haven't they taken enough? These mother effers, they're only billionaires because we have a tax policy that allows them to get away with it. This country is upside down and so is the goddamn world. We have allowed them too much power. This is why you don't want billionaires, period. You can't have a functioning democracy and billionaires. They, the founding fathers understood this. They spoke, Thomas Jefferson wrote about how to, how to limit the, I'm trying to remember how he put it, the power of private, I think he called it private property, but um, was, he, uh, was through pro- progressive taxation. Because they were, they didn't find, um, they didn't found a country that escaped from an intergenerational aristocracy that had its clutches in the that was the government they didn't f- escape that system that was entrenched with a oppressive religious authority that kept people in their place that told them that the rich were rich because the their natu- they were their natural lords god had made them rich and next lifetime maybe in the you know you'll have a when you die you'll have a mansion and if you rise up against the king you're not rising up against the king you're rising up against god that was the line so the founding fathers didn't escape that system to reimagine it here to rebuild it here they understood the power of concentrated wealth and intergenerational aristocracy. That's why they um, wanted to protect the government from the power of, of well, what um, FDR called the economic royalists. And here we are again. As you see, Wall Street and Main Street do not rise and fall together. Wall Street is doing great. While how many uh, millions of Americans have no fucking money? They have no jobs? And the government is not paying them to stay home as they are in every other country. We're the only country that's at each other's throats in this pandemic. And that's acceptable? And we're at each other's throats because the Republicans would rather have us at each other's throats than us realizing that we have been shafted, that the government doesn't work for us. And, and we allowed it to happen. The fact that we allowed the Supreme Court of the United States to install a president and Bush v. Gore, that, that was the death of this grand experiment right then and there. And we need to understand and recognize that and we allow these gross, disgusting people like Michael Flynn to run rampant, to call himself a patriot, to get nice fucking salutes from people. 
you know, uh, apparently Obama warned Trump about about uh, Flynn, uh, but Trump, because he hates Obama, he brought him right in as his national security advisor, even though he was he lied. He lied and didn't say that he was in the pocket of a Turkish dictator. These are the people infesting our government right now. And this is why you want to get rid of, you, first of all, Republicans. They hate this country. They're undermining it with every breath they take, every move they make. And you have to get money out of politics. But, yeah. Let's, but anyway, when I saw that Stephen Miller's wife... First of all, how does Stephen Miller have a wife... You know, it really makes me mad. She's got to be, well, it all depends. Right? Uh, water seeks its level. That's why when back originally, back in the beginning of this Twitler nightmare that we're in, there were actually some people that would they would feel bad. I don't know. There was some kind of, I don't know if it was... Uh, there was this notion that somehow Melania was, she was a prisoner and people would feel bad and give her a pass. I don't give her a pass. She's a disgusting, money-grubbing whore. No offense to sex workers. She's the worst. She could have had herself any other any other uh, fucking sugar daddy, I'm sure. But she had to pick a tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam? Give me a break. And a racist to boot. Racist. Melania, you know? She's another human shield. They say, oh, I can't be... Uh, this is what the, the Trump spawns say. I don't hate immigrants. My mother's an immigrant. My stepmama is an immigrant. Well, that don't mean shit to them because rules are for fucking us. They're for uh, different people. They don't abide by their own rules. There's no, they're them and we're us. They don't consider themselves in the equation. Melania's not, in their eyes, she's not an immigrant. It's not like, oh, look, I have, uh, look, I have a black friend. My Jewish friend. My gay friend. It's, a, it's, it's incidental. She's a, she's a disgusting human being. Just like the rest of them. They all have to be, they're all complicit. Was uh, Magna Goebbels, did she get a pass? Did what about Ava Braun? You give her a pass too. They are these are true believers, clearly. And trust me, you know Bill Barr, who is a disgusting America-hating uh, agent of the death of this country. Yeah, we know that, and and the future will know that. He says, "Oh well, history." They asked him, "What do you think history will say about you?" Well, history is written by the victors. So, really, 
Okay, uh, we do know that, but you're not gonna be the victor. History, fuck history, the present reviles you. Decent human beings all over the world, we already know. We don't need to wait for the history's verdict. If you're a human, if you're normal, and you're not an American, America-hating, racist-ass, fucking self-seeking, kiss-up, kick-down ghoul, then you, you see the light of day. You could see, you don't have to, it's not, you don't really have to look that hard. You don't have to be a political scientist or even know. You know um, right from wrong. It is wrong. That's why they have to lie about who Michael Flynn is. Why did Michael Flynn plead guilty if he wasn't guilty? He pled guilty in court because he knows he's a fucking traitor. He understands that. So give me a break to go back and say, oh, it's so unfair. Everybody is so unfair to the con man. It's just fake news, treason, throwing these words around. Treason. You're goddamn right it's treason. It's about time the Democrats start fighting like our lives depend upon it because it does. They're not playing by the rules. The Republican Party is gone. They are abhorrent. What's left is nothing but a fascist cabal of ghosts of the Gilded Age. Uh, I mean, if, if they were only the ghosts of the Gilded Age, these are fascist autocrats. They hate America. They are dismantling it. And to paraphrase Game of Thrones, they would burn this fucking country to the ground if they could suck profit from the ashes. They don't care. That's why they want people back to work. It doesn't matter how many people die. They're not working for you. And that's why I am glad. Thank you, coronavirus, for going into the White House, for spreading it around. And please, get them. Get that fucking orange piece of shit. Get his goddamn gay uh, lover, Mike Pence. Not that there's nothing... I mean, I'm gay. I'm just not in the closet. I don't abide. Closet cases who are who hate themselves so much that they attack gays for their entire lives. Fuck him. The way he looks at Trump's, the back of Trump's head. If I could only find somebody that looks at me like that, Jesus Christ, I'd be happy. But he's another one. He's worse, though. I don't know who's worse. They're all worse. They're the worst. They're all the worst. So that's why I don't want to hear Joe Biden talking about how he wants to work with these people. You want to work with Mitch McConnell? Who is undermining the the entire system? Who has already undermined it? He's already wiped his ass with the Constitution when he said to Barack Obama, "And not, uh, you know, you won't uh, you won't fill this vacancy, this Supreme Court vacancy. How dare you, M Mitch McConnell?" 
How does he sleep at night? I often wonder how these people face themselves in the mirror, especially being Mitch McConnell. You know, I know I have body dysmorphic disorder, but this, uh, he's just gross. And people, you know, it's all about what's on the inside. That's why he's ugly. Because his insides are ugly. He's an ugly human being. There's nothing redeemable about him. What is, tell me, one thing redeemable about Mitch McConnell. He hates America. He is, uh, he's married to a Chinese spy. He uses his power not to help his poor fucking constituents. He lives, he, he represents people in Kentucky. Can you believe it? What, do you think he gives a shit? Who's going hungry in Kentucky? Who's got coronavirus? Who has to go to work in spite of having coronavirus? Who, who's going to die of the coronavirus because he, they're, they're cutting their lifelines? Only in America. I don't know how anybody votes for a Republican. It's beyond belief. And honestly, I know I'm all over the place tonight, but... Uh, this is why I say, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm ahead of my time. We need to break this country up. Okay, that's another story, though. I can't handle it. But, yeah, all right. Let's see. I want to check in with you guys. Let's see what we got. Oh, we got a lot of people in the chat. Guys, if you're on any other platform, come over to YouTube. That's where we're hanging out, and I'm reading the the comments on the YouTube chat. We got Terry. We got the famous comedian Poppy Champlin. You want to hang out with somebody who's cool? You got to come to the YouTube chat room. It's all the cool people are here. Mark and Tamara and Deborah's here and Jim and Jean and Haku, of course, our amazing moderator. We got Mark and Shannon and Robin. Who else is here? Sin City, Gretchen, EJ and Jim. You guys, who else? Did I miss anybody? Andrea, are you there? Yes, Andrea. Hello, hello. This is why I wanted to do the show tonight. I was too much in my head. Getting all... And Terry, I said, hello, Terry. Yeah, God, yeah. Mark C. says, I live in Vermont, so we can easily join Canada. I wish. Please. We, we could have been part of Canada. Why not? This is like a nightmare. Living with these fucking Republicans. I mean, there's monsters everywhere. That's the thing. It's, it's not that we have the corner on the market of the monsters. But... We have given them power. 
That's the problem. You don't give fascists power. So, and I really hate the gaslighting. That's the other thing. Them calling themselves patriots, saying, we're patriots? You're not patriots. That's what bothers me the most. They have co-opted the language of patriotism. No, you're not patriots. You're fucking... Um, you you hate. You're the antithesis of patriot. A patriot's capable of functioning in a free democratic society. Patriots don't undermine government. This is all they can do. That's why we have people in this country right now who think that the coronavirus is a hoax. Okay? So here's from... Here's an article from NBC News. What are we doing for this for? Doctors are fed up with conspiracies. Wait, wait, wait. Let me say this again. I can't talk. With conspiracies ravaging ERs. I felt... I left work and felt so deflated, one doctor says, about an effort to counter misinformation he saw on Facebook. I let it get to me. This is an article by Ben Collins. At the end of another long shift treating coronavirus patients, Dr. Hattie Hazelum, I'm sure I butchered it, I'm sorry, opened his Facebook page to find a man insisting to him that no one is dying and that the coronavirus is fake news drummed up by the fake news media. Uh Uh-oh, here he comes. Come on. Come on. You coming? Junior. Here he comes. Say hello. Ah. Hello. Say hello to everybody. Say hello. (laughs) All right. Hattie tried to engage and explain his firsthand experience with the virus. In reply, another user insinuated that he wasn't a real doctor. This is what we're fucking dealing with. In this country, when we have a worldwide pandemic, we are supposed to be in this together. That's the thing that pisses me off. I keep hearing on the corporate news media, we're in this together. And that, that tedious patronizing promo from MSNBC with the applause that gets on my nerves. Anyway, I told them I am a real doctor and there are 200 people in my hospital's ICU. And they said, uh, so um, says Halism, a cardiologist in New York. And they said, give me your credentials. Can you fucking believe these morons? What's their credentials? They have uh, a Trump University degree. The, they have a subscription to InfoWars. Oh my God, these people. We have to share the same air with these morons. I engaged with them and it kicked me, and they kicked me off their wall. I left work and I felt so deflated. I let it get to me. Hallison, like many other healthcare professionals, is dealing with a bombardment of misinformation 
and harassment from conspiracy theorists, some of whom have moved beyond posting online to pressing doctors for proof of the severity of the pandemic. And it's taking a toll. Hallison said dealing with conspiracy theorists is the second most painful thing I've had to deal with, other than separation of families from their loved ones. Several other doctors shared a similar experience, saying that they regularly had to treat patients who had sought care too late because of conspiracy theories spread on social media, and that social media companies have to do more to counteract the forces that spread lies for profit. Unreal. Here's a picture of someone. Look at this fucking idiot. I'm trying to get it. Hold on. Doesn't exactly look like, uh, you know, a very smart, very sharp tool in the shed. But oh, this is why this fucking e-cam is so annoying now. It's even more annoying because I can't get in any media in the normal way that I would. Uh-oh. Now it's giving me a beach ball. Wonderful. Hold on. Holy shit. Why is it frozen? It's frozen. Uh-oh. I can't show you the picture. Because my computer might be frozen. Ecam has made it frozen. As long as it's still... Are we still broadcasting? Oh, no. Okay, it's back. It's frozen. When your e-cam's broken. <laughs> if I could live stream my show... La, na, 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 na. You'd all see what I know. Na, 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 na. Thank you, Junior. Give me a live stream that works. La, 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 la. So I can eviscerate these jerks. <laughs> oh, here's a picture. Look at him. COVID-19 is a lie. Open Oregon. Look at this guy's face. He looks a little bit like the, um, somebody who might not be too smart. In the head. Look at, uh, well, especially look at his his fashion choices. Dumb, stupid, and un unafraid, un unashamed to bear his badges of shame. The idiocy 
it's a confederacy of dunces. That's who they are. And they have, you know, they don't even have the, the self-awareness to understand how stupid they are. And I don't know. I guess if you're that dumb, you don't realize. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm not stupid. So I have to live with this brain. Which I feel, sometimes I say to myself, I wish I was a little dumber. Well, I guess be careful what you wish for, right? Like, I could get hit on the head. But, no. I don't want to be stupid. But often, I want to be happy. I think that, well, we've had this discussion before. Uh, um, happiness is a choice. You can, I understand that. But, it's also, alright honey, get down. Get, oh, you don't want to get down? I thought that's what you were doing. <laughs> what? What is your matter? It's so hard to do a show with an ecam and a fucking 16 pound cat on your lap. Let me see. Look. <laughs> Isn't that a nice picture? This is. Yes. Who's good? Who's a good boy? Oh, he wants to... He doesn't know what to do. Should he bite or should he... You see? It's a... It's a battle of instinct over love. Shall he bite me? Shall he lick me? Who knows? <laughs> what do you want to do? Bite or lick? Maybe both? <laughs> ah! All right, relax, buddy. I run. I wear the pants in the family. All right. This is a show. You're like, what the fuck kind of show is this? This like, you don't get this on Democracy Now. Right? You don't get this. You don't get this. <laughs> I'm just teasing him now. You don't get that. Beep beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> See, look, he's licking me. He doesn't know. All right, you're, I've had enough of your games. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough of games. Fuck Stephen Miller, yeah. Let's hope he gets it. That's all I can say. What is going on? Okay, let me look at the chat. Uh, happiness is a moment, but you most, but to be mostly content is a good thing to work towards. Yes. <laughs> that is inappropriately hilarious. Yes. My poor cat. It's not cat balls. What do you mean? Yes, I have no sympathy for anyone who would na marry a Nazi either. That's what I wonder about her. She's got to be a Nazi, too. She's got to agree with him. How could you marry someone who is so vile? Like Stephen Miller. A, a gross racist from when he was a child, too. I mean, this is in his soul. Let me see. Stephen. I have this video. Let's see if I can find it. 
without crashing the computer. This is Stephen Miller in high school. He's a gr he's gross. his opinions but I don't like the way he does it for example last year at the elections pep rally or something I wasn't there but I've I think I have a pretty accurate account of what happened which was that he got up there who's running for something speaker of the house something like that treasure something am I the only one who is sick and tired of being told to pick up my trash and we have plenty of janitors who are paid to do it and He's when I disgusting that's who he is, a as a young person. Could you imagine? Back in the day, this is somebody who is a sociopath, you see? He thinks it's funny. He's a, he's a gross human being who disparages other human beings, and he enjoys getting a rise out of other human beings who find that offensive, who think that he's a piece of dog turd he's a dog turd he's not a dog he's disgusting so something is psychologically wrong with him and he's in the white house so and i hope he gets it and you know that if his wife has it and they were together who knows intimate or not even just living under the same roof you know they weren't social distancing or washing their Faces. I mean, washing their hands and not touching their faces. You know, chances are he has it. Oh, I hope so. Please. And Trump, too. So good. Very good. We can only hope because maybe then I don't I'm not saying they have to die. OK, you have to qualify it. Right. But they have to see the light. Maybe they will see the light. Maybe they'll shut up. But the, the, don't, don't, I guess, really, I, I have to really give myself a reality check. It doesn't matter. They won't see the light. They won't, whatever happens to them, regardless of what happens, whether they have the coronavirus or not, they will not change their abhorrent ways and suddenly extend a social safety net to everyone, uh, they won't see the light. They're, they're not like FDR. It's not that FDR. Okay, FDR, one of the things that he says is that when he got polio, he, was, he always had a, a kinder heart. This is my opinion. But knowing um, the things that I have read about him, he wasn't an indifferent asshole just because he was born into the uh, in, uh, born rich he was he was a a considerate person anyway but when he got polio he said that he realized that we are you know, it's the luck of the draw some things can happen to you when you you think 
your life is unfolding one way and you get an illness out of nowhere and you realize that everybody needs help. We're all in this together, that we all um, need each other. So I don't see that uh, um, Stephen Miller or anybody in the White House having anywhere near that kind of an experience. They're not like Paul on the road to Damascus. As much as these motherfuckers love to proclaim themselves Christians, we know they are as Christian as they are patriotic, which means in name only. They're Christians because they, it, it ticks a box. I'm sure Mike Pence thinks he's a Christian, but he's a fucking, fucking moron too. He's not a Christian. His Christianity extends to calling his wife mother and um, hating gays. These are sick people. I wish they were Christians. That's what I always say. I wish that they were Christians, for real. Then we wouldn't have this problem. Then we wouldn't be worried. There would be adequate food and shelter and health care for Americans. We wouldn't be uh, uh, stuck with the measurably worse health care in the entire Western world. We wouldn't have all this uh, food insecurity. That's another thing I can't stand. Food insecurity. Here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, there's food insecurity? Especially in a pandemic. Now, what's so sickening? I keep hearing on the corporate media, they're talking about how um, everyone's on these, not everyone, but Americans are now forced to go and line up at food, food banks. But I haven't heard yet at any of these corporate media mouthpieces talking about or even making a mention of the fact that we are the only country in the pandemic where citizens are lining up at food banks. They don't seem to put it together how this is the, the how it exposes the broken system as it is and that it's not um, the remedy for uh, what's going on right now is not pushing people back to work. It's fixing what's broken. And the fact that the Republicans have no interest in fixing what's broken and they own three branches of the four branches of government. Well, not three. Well, they own, what would you say? Not four branches. You know, there's the judicial, the legislative, and the executive. They own one part of the, one half of the legislative. They own the Supreme Court and they own the executive. So you would, I'm, you know what I'm saying. I understand there's three branches of government. But the legislative, uh, you have the House and the Senate, and, you know, they own the Senate. And they're, <laughs> nothing is going to change and, until we get rid of them. And, and, all right, I know I'm all over the place, but they don't give a shit. And partly because, here's something that was on Democracy Now! Well, just to get the conversation going, let me... Uh, fuck, I have to fumble through these videos. La-da-da-da-da! 
frozen. Oh man, did I not capture it? I probably didn't. Anyway, on democracy now, because they were saying that 60% of the coronavirus cases are people of color. And that's why. That's why that the Republicans, they found that out. And they've, they realized that, oh, people, most people who are dying of coronavirus are black people. And it's really hitting black communities. Oh, Okay, great. Let's get back to work. Fuck it. Let them die. That's what it's about. They don't care. They're testing Trump and uh, Pence every day now in the White House because now coronavirus is in the White House. But that woman who was tested, Stephen Miller's bitch wife, who was tested, she was tested yesterday and she was coronavirus clean, you know? That's how it goes. So, but the, um, it has to ravage the White House. Let's hope it does. And then let's hope it, it makes its way to the Senate and ravages the entire Republican Party. That's the only good thing that can come out of this besides the American people maybe waking the F up that we've been um, living in, a, uh, in an autocracy, in a, and not, not just, we're, we're living in, an, in a dysfunctional system that is not a democracy. And maybe we'll do something about it this time. Otherwise, we're going to be dead. And we're not even, it's not even going to matter anymore. We will not be able to get it back in my lifetime. What, if it's not going to happen now, when will it happen? You think that when Andrew Cuomo gets together with his billionaire pals, you think when they're reimagining New York, when, when it opens up again, they're reimagining the economy? What are they imagining? They're not reimagining a goddamn thing. They're just going back to the same old bullshit the same old gilded age kiss up kick down policies that's why it's not it's not a reimagining it they want us to reimagine democracy as a gilded age autocracy where the rich get richer and the working class are the working poor and the middle class they could call you middle class but the middle class are actually the working poor as you see, when you don't have two paychecks and you're on the line of a food bank and your government, your so-called representative government, is saying, oh, well, get to work. What does that tell you? They don't care about you. They never did. You are nothing but a host from which to suck profit and discard. That's it. They are parasites. It's the way it is. That's the truth. And back in the first Gilded Age, before the reforms of the Progressive Era, the working class understood who their enemies were. Now we're so stupid, many of us think that Twitter is... Uh, you know, he's the blue-collar billionaire. He's not even a billionaire. 
He's a fucking liar there too. Oh, he might be a billionaire now because he was able to corrupt our federal treasury for his own gain. But, you know, that's how stupid the American people are. To harass these doctors, this is what is so distressing. Think about these doctors who are on the front lines. Now, they're saying, oh, our great heroes. You even have Twitler saying, oh, great, or, oh, this is a war. Uh, run to battle. You're nothing in this war. You understand? In the war, you are the cannon fodder. They need you to get to work and shut the fuck up and die. If you die, oh well. They're not going to shed a tear. They won't bl- bat an eye. That's your role here. You see, it's an upside down world. It's not, they're not there to represent you. To make a functioning government that works for you. You're there to prop them up. That's the only thing. This is exactly like the system the founders rebelled against. Where the serfs toiled in the field. So the lords and the ladies can continue to play their fucking stupid games and get portraits painted of themselves in their, in their gilded castles. And send you to war on occasion. So they can up their cred with the fellow barons and or uh, line their pockets with somebody else's land. You're, they're not working for us. Twitler knows this. He is not working for us. He's working for him. The Republican Party is working for him and themselves. That's why they're not in there. Mitch McConnell called the Senate back. He's, they're not, what they're doing right now is sho- shoving, ramming through more unqualified judges. They're not working on uh, uh, fixing the fact that Americans are waiting in line at food banks. They're not ensuring that people have their paychecks like in every other country. The government has picked up their paychecks. That's it. They, the government is paying the paychecks of people who they have been told to stay home while we fight this invisible enemy. Not here. Even though the cases are still on the rise. They want you back at work. Lest you figure out that the system is broken and maybe government has something to do with that. And honestly, the fact that there are so many morons out there, they like it. They, you think that if this was a functioning government, we would have a president who would encourage the misinformation. If this, they were truly fighting this invisible enemy, if he was truly a war president fighting an invisible enemy, and they really wanted to battle it and fight it and make sure that, uh, oh, it's such a tragedy when we lose one person, much less 70 fucking 5,000 in two months. If they really cared, you think that the so-called president would allow a bunch of dum-dums to fucking stand on the side of the road with signs saying this is a hoax? 
or would they inform the dupes? No, this isn't a hoax. The reason they're out there is because their goddamn con man, Standard Bearer, told them. They're standing there with Trump 2020 shirts and Make America fucking moronic again hats. That's not a coincidence. These people are pathologically sick and they're trained and, you know, they're trained by a con man. This is a cult and the Republican Party doesn't give a shit. They're fine, happy to let these idiots out there to make asses of themselves, to put themselves in danger, to put us in danger, to fuck the whole system, to make more dummies mistrust the government while the Republicans are in the Senate ramming through unqualified judges while all this chaos outside is going on. What kind of system is that? that? That's not a system. It is a system that is under attack by the, the domestic enemies that the founders warned us about. Of course, the Republicans, when I took an oath to protect and defend the United States, the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, I was taking an oath against Republicans, the, the Republican Party of today. The enemy, the domestic enemies don't say, hey, nice to meet you. I'm a domestic enemy. They come to you in disguise. They come to you as good Republicans. Bipartisan. You know, the uh, government, the small government crowd. Which means the government, uh, you know, the small government crowd. What it means is making the rich, richer crowd. And that's not democracy. That's not America. That's why they have to wave the flags. They hope you wave it so much that it's waved in front of your fucking eyes. You don't see that it's not America they're promoting. They're promoting the same system the founders fought a revolution to escape. One that made the rich richer, had an intergenerational aristocracy, and the people had, could do nothing about it except toil for thankless hours. And would the, you think they retired in feudal England or feudal France? You, they died. You worked until you died. Every single day. Oh, you got some a couple of hours on Sunday to go bend your knee where the church would tell you, don't rise up. You're going to get a mansion in heaven. Don't worry. All the scales will be balanced when you're dead. But God made the king the king. That's the way it should be. What do you think is going on here? You toiling without respite. With absolutely no benefits, no job security, you don't even, you can't even be secure in a pandemic. They want you dead. 
and that's not this is not a functioning system where the government itself is sending you to die for no reason other than they want more money for themselves they want to ensure that this the project you know the grand, we have this thing it's called the grand experiment in liberal democracy that's what the united states is the the grand experiment it's an experiment because it's hanging by a thread we'll see if it works we'll see if it lasts what do you think is it working is it lasting this is not the system that the founders envisioned. It's not. No, it's not. I, as much as they were racists and misogynists and all of the other, you know, all the rest. They did not envision a system where the rich ran and ruled and everybody else knew their place. That's just not the way it was. No, of course not. They had a, a lot of high highfalutin language and ideals, yeah. And the more we got closer to uh, allowing or, or actualizing the promises in those ideals, the more the conservatives, the fascists, the Republicans freaked out. They couldn't handle it. And they saw their opportunity to use racism, the original sin of this country, instead of healing that fissure, they exploited it and they poured salt on the wound and they will do whatever they can to keep that wound as fresh as it was in the 1690s. They would not, I mean, please. That's how, they, that's how they fuck us. Divide and conquer. It is the oldest game. Honestly. That's what's so sickening about these Republicans. And so when they're out there with these signs, coronavirus, it's a, it's a, it's a lie, it's a hoax. Are you kidding me? It's a hoax? 70... Now, I'm sure I'm saying 70,000, but in two days, three days, it's, it'll, it'll be 75, 80,000. We will be at a million soon enough. The, it's on the rise in other places. It, it's going down here in New York. The hospitalizations are going down because people are following the rules. But it ain't happening in other places. It's on the rise, but it doesn't matter. Trump needs you back at work, even though this is how stupid they are. If they really think that he, he's hanging his uh, re-election campaign on reopening the economy and getting everybody back to work, it's not, you're killing more people. So that will fuck you. It will fuck him in the end. But unfortunately, many will die. So. I'm trying to find that article I was reading. 
Yeah, so as that article I was reading by Ben Collins, NBC News, about the conspiracy theorists who are harassing doctors, prove you're a doctor. Fake news, fake news. Like somebody on Twitter, uh, this is why I hate them, and I don't bother usually. Sometimes it's, you know, whatever. I don't argue with them in a way. I don't, you know, um, I don't want to convince them. I find it, it's, it's a waste of time. So somebody, I'm trying to find it on my Twitter feed. You know, they were tweeting at me. Oh, you, you got any proof? Because I, I said something about, let me see. Oh, these fucking people. Yeah, a hoax. Because I said it was a hoax. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dems, let me see where it is Russian hoax they said it's a hoax when did they admit it show me proof these fuckers like I have the time that's why I do a show like I'm gonna sit here and say okay um dummy Joni at whatever the fuck your name is at Jonathan John IP with uh two followers let me get all my my um, links together and send it to you as if for the past two years you weren't paying attention as if it's going to penetrate your mind now who the fuck has the time to try to convince a moron who is impervious to facts and reality facts and reality have a liberal bias fake news fake news I would much rather do my podcast and, and maybe reach some normal people, some DLC Democrats. They, there's hope with them. Not Republicans. If you're a Republican, I mean, you better really uh, go, in and go into the bathroom right now, look yourself in the mirror and smack yourself across the face and say wake up do you hate yourself that much are you that easily played that's the other thing how much do you have to hate yourself to be a republican to vote for a fucking con man who oh uh He's working for me. Finally, someone draining the swamp. Are you serious? He's not, he just, he's not draining the swamp. He is the swamp. He brings the swamp. He's the fucking swamp. Oh, it's just like fake news, fake news. How he uses, how, he, how they rerouted National Guard planes to go land near his tacky hotels fake news fake news so uh, all of his fucking shitty bedbug ridden hotels will uh, uh the national guardsmen will get a per- they get a check you know for mail i mean not for mail for uh for food for meals and uh the the per diem that you get on when you're on orders, traveling under orders, it wasn't even enough. 
to cover their meals at the tacky Trump hotels that they were rerouted to for some mysterious reason. They were never rerouted to these tacky hotels before since the National Guard men had to drive 50 miles out of their way to go to this shithole. I wonder why. Funny enough. Fake news, fake news. Yeah, um, it's not... It's just Trump. He he put down his amazing lifestyle where he got to fuck porn stars when his wife was home nursing his child after giving birth. That uh, he 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 did it for us. This billionaire who played a successful billionaire on reality TV, uh, even though he was a serial bankrupt con man, who was put on an allowance by the bank. Because he couldn't pay his bills. You know, but fake news, fake news. It was also fined by the government for laundering money for the Russian mob. After all the banks cut him off because he couldn't get a legitimate bank loan because he was a failure. And, you know, how many billionaires you think, real billionaires, um, um, have... Multi-level marketing vitamin scams. He's such a billionaire, though. People are so stupid. I am. Aren't you tired of living in a country where the fucking stupid are ruling the roost? The stupid, the ignorant, the easily played, these loudmouths. It's about time we start fighting with the moral, um, you know, high ground that we have. We earn it, and we own it. We're the patriots. This is what I keep telling you guys. Stop. It's unapologetic liberal talk. That's what I call this show. Unapologetic liberal talk. It is the truth. I'm sick of it. You don't play nice with the fucking snakes. You call them out. These are... The anti-Americans, they are attacking Americans. We are the true patriots, just like we created this country. Like, America is a patriotic, it's a patriotic initiative of, um, we, we said, well, the founders said, we don't need a king in an aristocracy after thousands and thousands of years. That's, there's nothing more radical than that. That's patriot. That's a uh, pro- that is progressive. Of course it is. And what do you think the conservatives were doing at the time? They were whining and and declaring their loyalty to the king. So yeah, and they're still doing it. And they're it's it's like we're not even. This is what I say too. They're we're still fighting. Forget the. Uh, dragging us back to the progressive era or past the progressive era to the Gilded Age. They want to roll back the American Revolution. Oh, no, they don't want the queen. They don't want the, you know, Queen Elizabeth II to be our, our, our monarch or anything like that. No, they want a new American aristocracy where the rich run and rule and own everything and everybody else knows their place. And doesn't pester their betters for things like living wages, health care, 
retirement security. You go to the church. That's why they want to, again, entwine the church and state. Because they hate America. They are undermining America. They want to roll back America. Back to... Back past the American Revolution. Put their own. Put their American aristocracy. That's why I'm tired of the fucking billionaires getting... uh, What is this shit? Fuck you, Cuomo. How dare you? If FDR was alive, he'd smack him with his crutch. Oh, let's reimagine. Let's bring these billionaires in. One of these billionaires that he wants, this Google guy, he didn't. He doesn't even have a college degree. So he's in there. They want to talk to, give him ideas about education? Fuck you. What's your idea? Your idea is, it's, let me tell you, it's not going to benefit you and me or the democracy. Because in order to have a functioning democracy, you need an educated populace. Everybody. Everybody in. Nobody out. Leaving no one behind. Yep. Oh, Jesus, help me. Please give them coronavirus. Please, please, Jesus. Jesus, take the wheel and give them coronavirus. So, yeah, um, according to this article, let's just finish this up while I have it. Um, folks are delaying or seeking care, taking the most extreme case. Somebody drinking bleach as a result of structural factors just underlines the fact that we have not protected the public from disinformation, Maru said. Well, this is Dr. Duncan Marrow, a physician and epidemiologist in Queens, New York, said he had heard from colleagues that a young patient had come into the emergency room last week with damage to his intestinal tract after ingesting bleach. The incident occurred just days after Donald Trump, they say President Donald Trump, uh, fuck him, he's not the president, he received fewer votes. Donald Trump, suggested that injection of disinfectants should be researched as a potential coronavirus treatment. Oh, my God. So someone is ingesting bleach? I mean, honestly, it's... How stupid do you have to be? I guess it's stupid to vote for him. Stupid enough. We got a lot of stupid people. That's why they have to devalue the expertise. They have to denigrate it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could do it. I'm, I played a successful businessman on reality TV. I could, I could um, be the president, especially this black guy could do it. Whew, this black guy. And it's so the, the arrogance of talk about white privilege. Holy shit. We go from a, a man who is the epitome of the American dream. Someone who was born to mixed, uh, an immigrant father, mixed race couple, single mom, raised uh, on his own intellect. 
goes to school on scholarships, rises to the highest executive office in the land in this racist-ass country, in spite of pigs like Donald Trump, no offense to pigs, because they would never behave like the tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man. But the epitome of the American dream and these racist mother effers never miss the opportunity to denigrate and disparage him when they should be celebrating him. If they truly loved America, think about what Mitch McConnell did with not just with the Supreme Court, with all of it. His number one priority was to make Obama a one-term president. That's your priority, not to... Uh, make the American people have a decent middle-class life as they're sinking lower and lower on the ladder. You know, stop the downward spiral of the working class into the working poor that was going on since Reagan. That's not his number one priority. Or to stop food insecurity. Or to do something about the fact that one-third of the American people can't retire. No, no, his priorities to make Obama a one-term president and get on the fascist corporate media propaganda outlets to hit him and, and, and continuously lie and beat down on him about his where he was born, birth certificate, this racist-ass fucking division, constant racism, calling him a racist. Remember they say, oh, Obama's a racist. A racist against whites. You know, tickle that that very easily played funny bone with these racist assholes. That, oh, someone's going to take away their privilege. And then we'll all see just how inadequate they really are. But guess what, honey? We already know. We see it. These fuckers. Uh, when, oh, if, if Mitch McConnell really... Is somebody you can work with? Oh, we're bipartisan. I'm gonna, I can work with them. If that's somebody you really can work with, then they wouldn't behave like that. They wouldn't. They would have celebrated Obama just like everybody else. Look at what this fucking racist-ass country can do in spite of its racist-ass history. No, no, not them. They had to get together on the night of Obama's inauguration to come up with a conspiracy to block everything he would try to do to cause to this is the republicans to deliberately cause pain to the american people in order to make obama a one-term president so in the midst of the second the the, the near second republican great depression in a hundred years when the American people were losing their homes, losing their jobs. The, the, the priority of the Republican Party was to cause more pain. And that's who Joe Biden wants to work with, okay? Come on. These people are the enemies of the people. Anybody who says the press is the enemy of the people is the enemy of the people. That's how you know them. Know them by their fruits. And then they unleash these idiots. And instead of saying, whoa, 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 idiots. Don't drink bleach. 
Whoa, 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 morons. MAGA morons with the stupid hats and the ugly, tacky America shirts. You look like an idiot, but that's besides the point. But listen up. You're, uh, it's not a hoax, dum-dums. So fucking take our advice. Don't touch your face. Don't go out there screaming at people. You want to scream at somebody? Scream at your legislatures. Your legislators who uh, refuse to pay your salary like they're doing in every other country. Scream at the billionaires for buying the politicians and corrupting government. You don't beg Twitler for a trickle. How many more years are you going to beg Twitler for a trickle, you fucking stupid, useful idiot? These people, ugh. Let's see. Oh, now my... Why does I keep doing that? So annoying. Nothing works up in this bitch anymore. Let's see. The structural factors in this case include Facebook. And it's talking about the misinformation. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, which have struggled to contain the spread of misinformation, some of it coming from positions of authority. Yeah. Social networks, that's why they should shut down Twitter's Twitter feed. They should. Fuck it. He'll rail. He'll whine. He'll cry. So what? He's got a... It's too much. This con man has a platform. People are drinking bleach. That's also, you could thank the corporate media for that. For putting a camera in front of the con man and letting it rip. They don't, there's no reason for that. They never did that to Obama. Did they ever put a camera in front of Obama every single day? Every day, every day, every day. And just let him talk, 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 talk. No, they fucking didn't. Give me a break. Of course they didn't. That's, I mean, it's ridiculous. This country, it's, uh, yeah. The entire, all of the structures are as backwards. And it's all designed to, to fuck us over. They can, and then they go on and complain about Twitler all day. Can you believe he said drink bleach or disinfect yourself, inject yourself and all? Uh, it's yeah you're the ones who gave him the platform though that's why I say become a patron like all of my patrons here we need about a thousand more of you if you want to have a daily show and thank you Patricia for your super chat another super chat has come in and I appreciate it It's that's what keeps us going one day we will have a daily show. Maybe we'll be somebody someday. Maybe we will have a platform that will counteract some of the bullshit. We don't have billionaires backing us like they do on Breitbart and everywhere else. On the right wing. The right wing, they don't have to beg for super chats or, or patrons. No, no, they get well funded. Trust me. That's why we are where we are. Living in the United States of serfs and lords. And thank you, Haiku. Another super chat comes on in. So we had, we had a few super chats. 
show's not over yet. Oh, it's almost over because I got to get to bed soon. I'm, I need to sleep. I, I could feel this knot. I better go to the doctor someday. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe it's an ulcer. No, it's not. I've had this knot since I was about uh, zygote. So I've had it years. Probably had it in uh, before zygote. I had it when I was still star stuff. I was like, all right, get me back out there, I guess. So despite the efforts the distribution networks built up in recent years by fringe media personalities and activists on tech platforms and through websites have proven resilient Whitney Phillips, an assistant professor of communications who studies the spread of disinformation at Syracuse University, said the coronavirus outbreak offers a look at how conspiracy thinking is now in some ways more organized. With conspiracy theories, the reason they're impervious to fact-checking is that they have become a way of being in the world for believers, Phillips said. It isn't just one narrative that you can debunk. It is a holistic way of being in the world that has been reinforced by all the other bullshit that these platforms have allowed people to consume for years. And I mind you, this is one of the symptoms of a dying country where the people don't believe the legitimate avenues of information. They are taught to mistrust the um you know their government and that's what we have and the republicans did that deliberately they they've sown that for us and we are reaping it now they want us to mistrust government they don't want us to believe that we're the government that it can work for us we do have some diehards who want it to work for us like bernie and some of the Democrats, of course. Unfortunately, I think that these Democrats, a lot of the Democrats are also living in a delusion of, of denial. Thinking that the Republicans in some way actually want a functioning system, too. They don't. They need to wake up and understand that. That they're fighting... Not just for the soul of this country. That's what Joe Biden says. We're fighting for the soul of America. We're fighting for the life, the very life, the beating heart of America. It's not just the soul. We're fighting for the, the, the thing, this thing of ours, the grand experiment. We are fighting for the republic that so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us that we fucked up. We allowed it. No, no, no. Because there always, there will always be people who are greedy. And there will always be people who are easily played. But there were stopgaps in the system that we allowed, we allowed them to cross the line. We allowed that line to be crossed when the Supreme Court said, we're going to stop the vote count in Florida. That should have been the end of the Supreme Court. Why Al Gore? I don't know if you remember. 
he he gave that speech um, when he conceded after the Supreme Court decreed that they stop the vote count. While I while I disagree, I what I can't remember exactly how he put it. While I strongly disagree with the Supreme Court's ruling, I accept it. That's what he said. No, he should have said, fuck this. They have not counted the votes. And another thing I want to remind Democrats, another thing I want, I wish that they would do, and maybe they will if I keep screaming about it, that they need to continuously, when they get in front of a camera or wherever, get on the media, they say... They need to continuously remind the American people that Twitler received fewer votes. And that Mitch McConnell and uh, his, his undermining democracy, that Neil Gorsuch is illegitimate. And then, and thus, Justice effing frat boy Kavanaugh is illegitimate. These are illegitimate justices. And... Which will justify when we get power, if we do, God willing, and the crick don't rise, we get power, finally, that we have to add more liberal judges onto the Supreme Court to balance, to counteract the complete corruption of the fascists who hate this government and hate democracy. There you go. So get in front of a camera. If you're if you're a representative, say, yeah, Twitler, he received fewer votes. Every time you get in front, you know, by the way, who, who received fewer votes, blah, blah, blah. He's illegitimate. Take away this mandate that he supposedly, ha- he, he acts like they have a mandate. This is what Republicans do. They always act like they have a mandate. Meanwhile, Democrats, what do we do? Oh, please, thank you, my lord. Bipartisan, let's quote Reagan another time. That's what they do. Oh, you see, I could work and I could work with Republicans. I could reach across the aisle. Let's quote Reagan. You know, as the as the Gipper once said, "Fuck that." Quote FDR. God damn yous. Yep. Okay, organized harassment campaigns, lies, and urban legends targeting doctors are a real-life symptom of what the World Health Organization dubbed the infodemic as the coronavirus started to spread throughout the world earlier this year. Hazelin has since stopped engaging with the trolls on Facebook, some of whom he claimed that the, that the hospitals, some of whom claimed that the hospitals are empty, and that the virus was a part of, the, of a plot to vaccinate or microchip U.S. citizens. Just two of the many conspiracy theories that have swirled around the coronavirus. These are the morons who have entirely too much power. Too much, they get too big of a platform. They need to be marginalized. They need to be mocked and marginalized. Publicly shamed. There's a place for public shaming. That's why humans feel that. You feel shame. There's, you know, you talk, oh, they like the herd, um, herd immunity. Let's get the herd to shame these fuckers. 
But he was still left with big questions. How can people believe this stuff? And do they understand the algorithms and op opportunistic extremists that led them to believe it? It scares me more than anything that there are people who are basically controlled in the same way they feel they're fighting against control. Hello. That's what's so ironic. They think that, oh, they see, you know, they took the red pill. They see the Matrix. No, honey, you're the dum-dums. You're the idiots in the Matrix. You're being exploited. You're being ridden like, like the useful idiot tools that you are. They go to YouTube where they're being, where they're really being controlled and they don't realize it. That's what's scary. Maru also said that he felt that tech platforms need to do more to deal with, with disinformation. But he acknowledged that there is no easy fix. I do think it's a monumental task to hold these companies to account. But in the case of COVID, they truly have blood on their hands. Maru said, beyond emergency rooms and internet platforms, there are hints of how far some coronavirus mis misinformation has spread. Dr. Rajiv Fernando said that when he takes questions about the coronavirus on radio shows, one out of every two callers refers to 5G towers or conspiracy theories about labs in Wuhan, China. On the phone, sometimes they'll listen to reality, said Fernando, an infectious disease specialist at Stony Brook Hospital in New York. Some people have an agenda, and you can't help that. Fernando said, but for other people, I say, let me try to answer your questions and see why you think this way and why I think this is an appropriate answer. Still, Fernando believes social media networks need watchdogs, including physicians, to identify disinformation before it once again becomes a public health crisis. We have to understand these conspiracy theorists are criminal organizations which really stop at nothing to get disinformation out, Fernando said. And Bill Gates and 5G, well-organized, professional, disinformation peddlers in the QAnon and anti-vaccination movements have gained new audiences during the coronavirus pandemic by coalescing around two primary boogeymen, Bill Gates and 5G Towers. Hallison heard all of this firsthand. He didn't know where it all began or how to stop it. These anti-vaccination people were telling me I'm a sheep, Halizen said. Dr. Fauci this and Bill Gates that. And I don't really care what you think about Bill Gates. It doesn't affect me. But it does affect me when they tell me what we're doing is not real and that the hospitals are really empty. The doctor says it hurts. <clears throat> In January, a well-known promoter of QAnon, the baseless conspiracy theory that Trump is secretly dismantling a pedophile cannibal cabal that runs the U.S. government, pushed a conspiracy theory that Gates patented the coronavirus based on a mischaracterized public patent search. The patent was created by a Gates-aligned research institute to research a vaccine, a common practice amongst researchers, 
and it covered a previous coronavirus, not the one that causes COVID-19. Still, the tweet helped spark a focus on Gates that has permeated the various conspiracy theory networks and developed on uh, that have developed on the internet in recent years. The same QAnon promoter later promoted a diluted form of bleach called Miracle Mineral Solution as a possible way to kill the coronavirus. Similarly, the anti-vaccination movement has pushed a false conspiracy theory that 5G towers are weakening the immune system throughout the world and that the COVID-19 is a cover story for the colossal death tolls. Yes, that's it. After a prominent anti-vaccination figure posted a video on Instagram of a man alongside a destroyed 5G tower, several arson fires were set on towers across Europe and Canada. See, there's stupid people everywhere. Brian Keeley, a professor of philosophy at Pfizer College in California who studies the people who believe in conspiracy theories, said some people in times of crisis look to far-fetched ideas with simple answers for complex problems. Providing a straightforward, extinguishable enemy, whether it's a well-known celebrity like Gates or a mysterious concept like the Illuminati, gives conspiracy theorists hope agency, and power in a time of chaos. In reality, these recognizable, often moral, mortal figures are simply scapegoats for an act of God. People looking at these kinds of explanations can control something in their lives. Keeley, who's been researching conspiracy theories for over 20 years, said he has abandoned using Facebook because of the depression that comes from looking at it. It's sort of an informational quarantine, he said. You don't want to be exposing yourself to a different kind of virus. After researching why people believe in conspiracy theories, Hallison has come to the same conclusion. Right now, it's not worth it for a doctor to spend any time on Facebook. We're limited in our emotional capacity. I'm not going to spend whatever I have left after a long day of work trying to convince a conspiracy theorist. That's my... That's what I think, too. That's why I don't engage. Well, I do. I call them stupid. I call them Trump and Sometimes they get under my skin. But I'm not going to sit there and go back and forth and give them articles and references. There's fucking pointless. It's, it's useless to do that. I'd rather talk to somebody that has a clue. That isn't a closed mind. You can't graft a new idea on a closed mind, as those in recovery understand. So, as Hallison stepped outside after his Facebook experience, he heard the bangs of pots and pans and whoops and hollers. It was 7 p.m., and New York City residents were participating in their nightly salute to healthcare workers on the front lines, fighting the coronavirus pandemic. I just started crying, Allison said. I thought, what do I believe here? It's almost made me question myself. Some people are out there who are sitting in their homes, going on these videos, and then telling us it's fake, while we're saving lives. I felt like, what are we doing this for? Well, that's America for you, in a nutshell. 
what are we doing? This is what I feel sometimes. Not that I'm not one of, on the front lines. I do have relatives on the front lines. My cousin is a is a nurse practitioner. Her husband's a doctor, and it's not pretty. I know firsthand as from what she's telling me. So I guess it's secondhand, firsthand from her. But it's uh, it's all it's also abhorrent to to know that we're fighting the ignorant morons as well. People are dying. It's real. And these idiots are saying it's a hoax. And all I have to say is something that I say a lot in general. Why? How much longer are we going to take it? How much longer? Really, how much longer, people, are we going to take it? We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of humanity. We are the true patriots. That's liberals. We are unapologetic liberals. We know who we are. I'm not trying to play nice with the, with the conspiracy theorists. They need to be marginalized. Mocked and marginalized. That's how you overcome it. You don't bring them into the fold. You continue to evolve despite them, without them. That's how we have always evolved. That's how we created this country. We evolved without the conservatives, in spite of them, kicking and screaming and running to the, back to the arms of the king. So. All right. Thank you, guys. I'm going to probably go to bed now. And, oh, I see. Thank you, Shannon, for your lovely super chat. Here's Tara Jr. Jr. To say hello to everyone. And, all right, Paradu, thank you. Welcome to the party, Terry and Robin and everyone. Listen. I usually don't do a show on Friday, so maybe we found some new listeners and new friends that we can build this community with. I really enjoy this. I I wouldn't be able to do this. I wouldn't be able to get out of bed without you guys. I'm not kidding. This show, I believe it is important for... uh, I don't want to, you know... I mean, it's not... I was going to say the future of the country. Yeah, why not, right? Why sell myself short? It is really true, though, because we have to we have to get the mechanisms of communication. We need somewhat of an equal footing. We're definitely back on our heels when it comes to that. So, um, yeah, you guys are amazing. We're going to be we'll be back together tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern right here once again. Um, Poppy Champlin will join us on the phone and hopefully everybody else will still be here. We'll join, uh, you know, same old crowd. More people, more people. And Tara Jr. Jr. will be here. Maybe Francis will be here. Francis Jr. Jr. And yes, and Tara Jr. Jr. I said your name. Yeah. 
We got a lot of work to do. We certainly have a work cut out for us. But at least we're in it together. So. As I always say. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. As you can see, Tara Jr. doesn't want me to talk anymore. He keeps moving the, ca the microphone away from my face. I keep moving it back. But... What's the matter with you? Why are you doing that? Alright, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. Remember, we are on the right side of history. And we are on the right side of humanity. So that's when I say we stick together, we win. That's another way of saying e pluribus unum, out of many, one. We don't leave anybody behind. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. I will see you tomorrow night.